Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sanin Podcast. Today, we're joined by the amazing Ney, who's going to share insights about the beautiful nation of Tanzania. Recently, Tanzania marked 61 years of independence. So we're going to talk and share everything about the amazing nation of Tanzania. Ney, you're welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, JP. What's up? How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Fine. I'm happy to be here and talk to you about Tanzania. Okay. That's nice to know. We're happy that we also have a Tanzania, <laughs> I guess. All the way from Tanzania. In Tanzania. Yeah. In Tanzania, yeah. Not in China. In Tanzania. <laughs> so Okay. Um, I'll just ask you a few, few questions uh, to, to guide okay. our conversation. And okay. uh, my first question would be, um, recently, your country marked uh, 61 years of independence. But before, but before I got that, I'll just ask, um, kindly introduce yourself. Who's name? Who's the person going to tell us about Tanzania? <laughs> well, my name is Neymar, and I'm currently in Tanzania. But I'm a student, I'm a master's student in Chijang. And Neymar is an environmentalist because I specialize in environment. Yeah, that is all for now. So I welcome you guys to Tanzania. And okay, you can continue with your question. Oh, you can continue. Ah, the floor is yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's just briefly like how I would like to introduce myself. Because I don't have much. Well, I just, I was in China for a long time, so I just got here. Um, so I'm still trying to cope with the environment and the whole changing situation. Yeah, but soon maybe I'll be able to introduce myself more. But without forgetting, I also uh, host, I'm your host. I do host. Um, I have this show chat with Ney and I talk with different people. And you were even one of my guests. So I'm happy that you are the one who is interviewing me right now. <laughs> yeah, we had a very long conversation last time, almost like more than one hour. And it was amazing. Okay. Um, the next question would be, uh, Tanzania is marking independence or marked independence recently. Um, so what do you think has been Tanzania's biggest achievement over these years as a country? Well, like it has been 61 years. That's a lot of years. And first, before I even say anything, happy independence to all Tanzanians, because I'm sure like uh, like all these 61 years, it means something to us, like the freedom and all that. So um, to answer your question, I think uh, Tanzania as a nation has a lot of achievements. Uh, because the question is very broad. But what I can say, the biggest achievement so far is economic growth. Economic growth in Tanzania becoming the middle income in 2020. Like in 2020, Tanzania was announced to be a middle income country. So I think that was like a major, major and big achievement for Tanzania. And as a nation, it has been like striving to come from like poverty because we are like, you know, we are one of those countries like like poor. So 
um, this was a great achievement for Tanzanians because most Tanzanians nowadays, like in the country itself and the government are trying to empower um, women. Yeah, because they believe that if a woman is uh, like has uh, financial freedom, it's a, it's good for the nation. So Tanzanians are all proud for that. And if I try to narrow down other achievements, there are achievements in entertainment industry, achievement in um, in health sector, achievement in policy making, um, and social services. When you compare 60 years ago to now, uh, the social services, Tanzanians are, have access to services, in, which is nice. And um, also like entertainment, because entertainment industry now is like booming. And there's a lot of uh, employment, like many youth are getting employed there. So it's an achievement for the, for the nation. And just the fact that Tanzanians are are becoming more independent, um, like uh, making sure that the the youth uh, like having self employment. They're not only depending on the government, but the youth are creating um, opportunities for themselves. So all that is achievement. Yeah, and another achievement is that like most Tanzanian people are becoming much more aware like awareness because um because I, I don't know if you have heard like there's free education from um primary to ordinary level advanced yeah so Tanzanians have access to free education like it's just you now like you don't have any reason to say that oh i don't have money to go to school because um the country, the policy is allowing you to go to school until to advance. So you can just try to imagine all that. Yeah. Okay. Um. You you're you're spoken about economic growth. So why yeah. do you think there's been economic growth in Tanzania over these years? Why do you think there's been economic growth in Tanzania over these years? It's because the people are becoming more independent. The people are like. Because uh, economic growth starts from someone, like a person. You cannot only depend on, let's say, the president, or you cannot only depend on the government. The people are the government. So that's what I think um, most Tanzanians are becoming uh, uh, like successful, econ- I mean, having that economic growth. Because I now I don't have that mentality I used to have back then. Like, I just have to wait for someone to employ me. I will do something, I will start a business, I will use the resources that I have to make sure that I'm, I'm surviving or I'm, I'm living. So I think that's what made uh, Tanzania become the middle income nation. Yeah. So uh, that's all. Okay. And then I want to ask, so in your point of view, what makes Tanzania beautiful mm. and unique? in Africa? What makes Tanzania stand out in Africa? Um, wow, there are so many things that make Tanzania stand out. The first one is just Tanzanian itself um, be, uh, surrounded with the Indian Ocean on the east. Oh, we are blessed. Come on. How many countries, <laughs> you know, like have this kind of, um, you know, blessing? So we are proud because of the landscape and the water. 
all that and the people itself. Yeah. So that's what makes Tanzania unique because of the wildlife, the beach, and uh, the just the nature itself. And there are so many national parks. Like it's just the Tanzania is so big, and when you start traveling, like you'll be surprised and amazed of how beautiful it is. And sometimes it's it's so hard to convince, like until you come yourself to witness it. But the land, landscape is it's beautiful. And also what makes it unique, it's the people itself. Yeah, the people are peaceful. Tanzanians are peaceful. And we like living as a community. So um, it's just that that what makes the, uh, the country unique. And there are so many tribes. Like there are like, I don't know, more than 100 tribes, different, um, different culture. So just, the fact that like the country itself has variety of uh, culture, it also makes it unique. And yeah, and the fact that we have our own language, Swahili, and it's growing, it also makes the country unique. Okay, I want uh, I I would want to ask you this question. I hope you're not biased. Um, okay. Who owns Mount Kilimanjaro, Tanzania, Kenya? Come on, guys. Like okay, Mount okay, Mount Kilimanjaro is not owned with anyone. We cannot say owned, but what I can say is that Mount Kilimanjaro is located in Tanzania. It's in completely inside Tanzania. It's just that like it's close to the borders of Kenya. And this is what most people don't know. Imagine, like, let's say a mountain that is like on the border. Like so. Kenyans have access to it because they see it. It's close to them, but it's completely in Tanzania, and most people are not aware. And and because it's like the past years, Tanzania didn't even care much about advertising it, talking about it. So Kenya is very smart and tactical in that. They used to, to even like, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. They used to lie to people that is in Kenya in adverts, and it's just so shameful but i think my country didn't mind because it's like you can if you can have access to the mountain through kenya and you can have access to go to the mountain through tanzania it's okay we are east africa so there's no harm in that but mount kilimanjaro is located in in tanzania the highest mountain in africa okay noted yeah and noted. Then... <laughs> you and should then, not and then of all your neighbors uh, yeah, Kenya, Uganda, Rwanda, Burundi, Congo, Zambia, Mozambique. Um, yeah. Who would you say is the one Tanzania has the best relationship with? Um, well, I am not a, I'm not much into politics, but I... political. It can't be normal. It should be all, all not all <laughs> Okay, I think we have good relationship with all the countries. But I can say that, like, maybe the first countries that we started the union with, you know, the first countries like Kenya, Uganda, I think um, maybe, maybe we have good relationship. We have good relationship with those countries. Like, I, I think so. So yeah. you would say Uganda and Kenya, they're your strong, if, strong friends. If, oh, like, um, even Zambia. All of them, but you can't because, like, you know what? During Tanzanian independence, um, 
Tanzanian helped other countries. So I can say that like Zambia to transport all these um, um, weapons and some tools to help in, to help other other countries uh, to free them, you know, to get independence. So I can say that like the relationship is good with all countries. Though, do you know that we went to we went to war with Uganda? <laughs> yes, every Tanzania reminds me of that. Yeah. <laughs> if you never told me, but okay, tell me, enlighten me more. I don't want to talk much about that because that's the past and we should not focus on <laughs> you went to, went to war. You guys were trying to take some part of our land and trying to invade. Say, no, we have to put a stop to that. So... <laughs> And it's just something to to learn from that. Like war is not good. It just like um, slows down the development of a nation. And yeah, but we have good relationship with all countries. That's what I'm gonna stick onto that. And yeah. then there is Zanzibar. Is Zanzibar an island? Is it a country within a country, or it's just I don't know? How do you describe Zambia? Zanzibar um so Zanzibar is an is an island before before um, Tanzania came from uh, before the union um, our country the mainland we call it the mainland the mainland is was called Tanganyika and then after we called the name was changed to Tanzania. So the Z in Tanzania it comes from Zanzibar. Yeah, that's so yeah. So we have we just united. We wanted we wanted uh, a strong nation and you know those days uh so many uh colonists wanted to you know colonize uh Zanzibar and Tanganyika so just deciding on uniting because union, we believe that when you are united, you are more strong. So that's what happened. And yeah, and this is what most people don't know. Yeah, so Zanzibar is an island that is united with Tanganyika and together it's Tanzania. Okay. And and can I also tell you something that most Tanzanians don't to admit? What is it? Is that a Ugandan helped the Zanzibar Revolution. John Okello. I don't know if they taught you that in school. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just know about Idi Amini. <laughs> you should research about that one. Okay. I think I should. I think I should. Oh, really? You can tell, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Okay. Um, the Arabs in Zanzibar were the ones in control. So... Mm -hmm. Ugandan guy, John Okello, was from Uganda. Then mm. he went Kenya, then went Zanzibar. Then yeah. he started that revolution of yeah. the of the Africans and the black people there in Zanzibar. And they overthrew the the Arab dominated um, yeah. establishment there and mm. took over. But when they took over, I think because he was he wasn't from Zanzibar and the way he was doing things was not right. They chased him away. Then that's when people like Karim came in. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. Okay, that's 
and you can I tell you something? You, I'm gonna ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know the shortest war in the world? In the world, the shortest, the shortest war in the no. world happened in Zanzibar. It happened in Zanzibar. Yeah. So I am going. You should Google about it. <laughs> so it was in what and what happened in Zanzibar. Like, I think they broke a record. I think, I don't know, maybe they fought like for three minutes or something. I don't know, but it's always funny. And I just thought that you should also like look into that. Oh. Yeah. I'll look into it. Yeah. Okay. And then another question I really want to understand is, is it your political system? The president is from the mainland and then the vice president should become from Zanzibar, and then should be Muslim, then should be Christian, right? No. No. I, um, okay, like, we have, uh, the president is from Tanzania, like, the mainland, and we also have the president from Zanzibar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and for the religion part, no. Anyone can be yeah, anyone can be a president from any religion. Because before we had a we had a Christian president, had a Muslim president. Now we have we are having Mama Samia is Muslim, so I don't think um, that is being considered in election. Though the majority of the Zanzibari, the Zanzibarian are Muslim, but I don't think it's in the constitution. But it's always like the way I see Tanzanian is like if this one is. If the president is Christian, the next one, the vice president is Muslim. If the president is Muslim, the next vice president is because because of uh, I think uh, maybe because it's like the nation is like having have a lot of population like Muslim and Christian, so uh, it's just being considerate and being fair, like a fair fair play, like this community or this kind of faith should be satisfied and this community should also be satisfied. I think how that's how Tanzanian is and that's what makes Tanzanian unique. Like we are not that completely biased. Like only one religion should rule. Like first of all, the government doesn't believe in religion. You know that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, so we, when we, we look just someone as someone, like the government does not believe in religion whatsoever, but they respect uh, the faith of the people. Okay. Um, another thing I want to ask is, is Tanzania having, you know, you seem to be a, a regional powerhouse, headquarters of ESC in Arusha, um, you're in Sadak, you know, these mm-hmm. organizations and, you know, so yeah. why do you think Tanzania is having that much regional role? Is it because of the legacy of the air? Um, well, honestly, that is too political. But <laughs> <laughs> I am not so much into that. But what I can say, um, Tanzanian is playing its role. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tanzanian is playing its role because the East African community, like we should go back to the goal. What's the goal of the East African community? Is to, to unite all the Africans. 
is it to, to what unite all east africans yeah it's to strengthen and deepen the relationship of the east african community so i don't know why okay i don't know what happened uh, that time to select tanzania to be the host but i think tanzania is playing its role because you know like the legacy of uh, molim julius is ujama ujama in most everything ujama is like um like cooperation cooperation because it's like the legacy um from walim insisted that you a, a country cannot stand if people are not being cooperative so for tanzanians to maybe have a lot of uh, like uh, i mean to be given a lot of responsibility maybe i can say that it, it originates from molim in the the way tanzanian live the general and what we believe in ujama ujama policy yeah. you know, we yeah. that in high school ujama policy of 1967 arusha declaration yeah <laughs> okay yeah. um so you you you've spoken about mwalimu jeke and this year marks a hundred years since yeah. you were born. So you as a Tanzanian, what are mm. your what are, should I say? I wouldn't say memories, but what do you think has been yeah. his impact to Tanzania? What has been what? Impact? His impact to Tanzania. Well, um, come on. Walimu is a freedom fighter, our freedom fighter. So that itself is um, um, a total impact. We are now even talking about this uh, independence because of him and the efforts that he has done. So we will forever celebrate every year independence because of, of the movement and what he believed in and what he has done for the nation. So he will, he will be having an impact forever because he's the one who fought for Tanzania's freedom. And he's the one who installed the principles of Tanzania as a nation. He believed like uh, Tanzanian people can grow and they can have their freedom and they can have their own lives. So that's what we always remember Molin. yeah. He was more, um, kept that foundation of Tanzania. Okay. As a teacher, yeah, yeah. Um, well, one of my last questions would be about Tanzanian entertainment. You know, of recent, okay. I've are you seen... satisfied with the answer, or you have any, any questions? Because if you're quiet now, <laughs> are you satisfied with the answer, or you want me to say more? You can chip in some questions. Yeah, obviously, you're going to talk more. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, the Tanzanian music industry. You see, over the years, over the years, I've seen uh, a lot of Tanzanian musicians rise. Uh, yeah. You know, you have the likes of Diamond, who's very, very yeah. famous. Yeah. Uh, you have the likes of um, my man Harmonize, Kiba. Now you have Zuchu. Yeah. You have very many. Hello. So, yeah. How How would you describe the Tanzanian music industry? Um. um... Well, how can I describe to the music industry? Okay. I 
Tanzanian Tanzanian music industry um popularly known as uh, bongo flavor mm. yeah like it's just a combination of the swahili rhymes and all that and everything is swahili like um and i can say i can describe that when tanzanian music industry started in the early early is it early early thousand i mean 2000 mm, i think but i assume it started specifically the one that you it started early early way back way back but i want to talk more about the bongo flavor because it's like i cannot talk because there's there's varieties of um Jinir in tanzania there is mm. taharab taharab there's uh like there's a lot of genre of music in Tanzania, like the Swahili version. But the most popular one, like I can say that, like that's the one that is booming and the one that other people outside the nation knows is Bongo Flavor. And the Bongo Flavor did not start way, way back, like in the 50s. No, it started this time, like the 2090s, early. And like uh, the young people are really, really like trying to be creative in the rhythm and stuff. And I think like um, people were not taking the, the music industry very serious way back. But now it's, it's business. As I mentioned before, like the awareness that the Tanzanians are having everything is becoming like business everything and people are really taking the the music <clears throat> uh to another level because it's like people are taking it professional like professional and business wise not only entertaining but they should also gain something back in the days maybe they did not do this so maybe that's why people did not hear much but now it's booming because people are investing on it people are studying people are really trying to cross the border and impacting other people. And I think like good music uh, travel, good music, good rhyme travel. So I think that's all, yeah. Like it, good music speaks for itself. So because of the investments of the producers and the, like the talents and the uniqueness of what people are doing makes the music travel for itself. Yeah, and all that comes from investing um, in in music. So I think that's what most young people are doing. Because um, even if even if you can sing, but if you're not putting much effort in investing on it, it will not go anywhere. I don't know if you... Know. I get... Um, so yeah. that, uh, the government supports the music industry in Tanzania. Of course, of course. The, yeah the government really supports musicians. Yeah, and they try to protect their rights. They try to, uh, to, to prepare different policies that guide them and also protect other people, the young generation, because it's like, um, because it's like sometimes when you have too much freedom, you can destroy. So, but the government trying to chip in and making sure that the Tanzanian music not going like, you know, becoming weird, sending bad messages. Yeah, so the government is playing part.
and it's really helping because uh like like concerts sometimes you know can prepare like different concepts and you know music can be used even in education educating so uh campaigning like, you know all that so it it does help and it does support okay so yeah. uh, who is your favorite tanzanian musician because for me it is uh, it's not diamond it's alikiba <laughs> so okay who... ah you know there's always an argument about that like who is the best who is what alikiba or diamond alikiba is good and his music lives but for me i would pick diamond because um, because sorry, because he's what? Because he's international. No, because, because of his efforts that made him. In- Even Alikiba is international. Even Alikiba is international. But have you asked yourself, Alikiba started way back before Diamond. He has traveled to many countries performing all that. But have you ever asked yourself why people more Diamond, uh, maybe more than Alikiba? Because Diamond is just, he knows how to market himself, I believe. Uh, yes. That's what, like, apart from marketing, yeah, he has really, really helped the market industry in Tanzania. He's like um, like a role model for many youth. And this is the reason why I would say, like, him, he's my, you know, I'll pick him. I'll pick him over Alikiba. Though Alikiba has good music and stuff, but I'll pick him over Alikiba because it's not only about singing and it's not only about, uh, about let's say, entertaining, but it should be more than that because like, m- many people are moved with music. So what else can we, can we get from the entertainer himself? He needs, many people are looking up to him. So Diamond he has really, really come from humble beginning. Like people have watched him grow from nothing to the person that he is today because of his, how hardworking he is. And that's what, like I would say, I'll pick him because that's the kind of people that we should have in the society. That kind of people that we should have in the society to like, uh, for the young, for the youth to look up to. Yeah, to have this um, idea that it's possible and hope like it's possible like to come from nothing and have everything and the um and the the rise of a nation comes from someone from someone he is just one person that he decided to change his life to invest in music to work hard to to invest to market you know and others look up to him and now he is like a symbol in the country. You cannot mention Tanzania without Diamond being the conversation. You know that? I know. But um, yeah. mm. if I'm coming in, in Uganda, we don't yeah. like, and we don't see him as a role model. So I'm surprised that Why? in Tanzania they see him as a role model. Why? Because, you know, he, he disappointed our Zari. He's there. So <laughs> you guys are only focusing on relationship. Relationship are meant to end if people have like if people you know they, why are you not focusing? Uh, he's a what hunter. He never stops. <laughs> uh, 
He's a hunter. All men are hunters. Zari Diamond situation. We cannot judge from outside. They are the one who are in the relationship. So I think people should learn to put their noses out from other people's relationship. <laughs> but they had a beautiful child. They have beautiful children. So yeah, they have beautiful children, and we should. It's like in in Uganda, he's not that. That's why I think he can't come to Uganda and do a show. Because people will be like, uh, uh, people have that thing at the back of their mind, I this man. And I, it's also the same thing with in Kenya. I think that's why Al-Kiba is more famous in Kenya than him. Uh, yeah. Uh, and all that thing. So, you know, it beats my understanding. Oh. It, for me, I feel like it kind of dents his achievements. Because of his relationships. Yeah, and all that, and all that, and all that. You know what? There's a lot. Um, there's a lot when you are becoming successful. There's a lot when you are becoming like the the center of attention. I think people only look one on one side. Like, oh, oh, he's doing this. He's doing that. Have you ever thought even one day like maybe he's being targeted on? Do you think people don't do that? Ladies don't do that. He just wants a genuine relationship. And what if people take him as a target as well? This is a topic for another day. Yeah, especially for ladies. You know, ladies target men also. <laughs> I am not going to talk about that. <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying Diamond is a victim. What? Men are victim too. Okay. Okay, I am a feminist, but I also... I'm, I'm fair. I'm very fair when it comes to that. Men can be victims too. Men are victims. Apart even the fact that women women are victims, but men are. It's just that there's no community or society that talks about these things. Mm. You, because if a man comes out and say that, oh, I was a victim, how will you even look at that guy? Like he's weak. Yeah, but you know, it's the African mentality. So Ugandans, please, can you please stop the hate to our fellow guy? <laughs> <laughs> please stop the hate he's a good guy he's he's very hardworking, and he has changed a lot in the music industry itself it, not only music entertainment industry oh. he has yeah he has changed a lot he has um inspired a lot of young people and a lot of musicians and actresses. i don't know like a lot of people so not only in ta- in Tanzania, but also international. So, Ugandan, we are East African. We are in this together. Why why hate on a fellow brother? Meanwhile, he's just trying to raise the flag of of the nation. Yeah. Okay, we and this love. The, hmm? But love others. We love Raivani. We love Harmonize. You know, we love Navi Kenzo. Yeah, we are so many, so many artists. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I want to ask um this question. So there's this rumor that I heard about Tanzania that mm, what rumor? Hey, me JP, I've come to Tanzania to buy land. I cannot be given. I cannot buy land in Tanzania, but a Tanzanian can come to Uganda and buy land. Is it true? Foreigners are not allowed to buy physical assets in Tanzania. 
like land? Um, I think I really don't know that policy, but what I've heard ownership, like ownership should be, like the country is Tanzanian, so the ownership should be Tanzanian. That's what I know. That's the policy that I know. So it kind of makes sense. But nay, you can come to Uganda and buy land. But how come I can't come to Tanzania and buy land? And yet you say we are East Africans. Um, Honest is speaking. Please don't try to pin me on this. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Please. I, um, I think um, maybe because of the past traumas. Mm-hmm. So the country is trying to protect the... Uh, it's people I don't know I honestly maybe if I get into politics I will understand that (laughs) but honestly speaking like um, I'm not so sure why or I'm not even sure if the rumor is true but I will look into that and I'll tell you okay so do you want to get into politics hell no I like my freedom why do you not know you you seem to be a lady with a lot of grandiose ideas. Um, well, it's I'm just aware, but that doesn't mean like I want to be a politician. No, but I just I just like my country and I love my country. So, and I will, I think it will be best for me to find other ways to to be a good citizen, but not being a politician. I think it comes with a lot of pressure and a lot of expectations and i'm not i'm not so sure if i'm i'm ready for that yeah but if it happens yeah but if it does i'll let you know yeah so i'll support you don't worry well i'll support you you like politics Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay uh my last question to you nay would be okay um your favorite tanzanian personality and why i think i already explained that but my okay i have different uh, i can say i have the most favorite one because it's like sometimes uh there are different people in different sectors like say there's like one politician that i like or maybe there's one entertainer that i think inspires me on this uh, but generally, I can, I don't know if I have a favorite one, honestly speaking. Like the most top, no, I don't have. <laughs> I don't have. Maybe if I narrow it down. Okay, then Then who do you like from Tanzania? I, I like, um, I like Mila Dayo. Mila Dayo um, is a presenter, and yeah, he has. Have you heard of Milad? No. Milad. Okay, like I think he's just a young man who is in, in, in what? He's a news reporter, and <clears throat> and also, like I I like him because he's he's trying his best his best and i i can i've witnessed his humble beginnings and this is what actually makes me like the person it's like not not only talk the talk but do the talk mm. yeah Milad Ayo, i think he's a young man who who 
takes news to an to another level. He he tries to he brings awareness to people. He brings all this news to people. He travels. He does what like he's. I think he's just someone that people have to look up to him. Though uh, I don't know if he he gets his flowers that much, but I think like he's someone that people should go and look up to. Yeah, Millard Isle. He's yeah. an entertainment, bringing the news and bringing all this awareness to Tanzanians. I think um, I like him, and yeah, yeah. Apart from Diamond, <laughs> in the in the in the music industry, yeah. Uh, Diamond Platinums. Okay. Um. Thank you, Nave, for coming by. Uh. Do you have any closing remarks? Um. Well, thank you for inviting me in your podcast and. Happy independence to all Tanzanians and East Africans. Please let's deepen and widen our relationship. First, we should speak, all of us should speak Swahili. <laughs> As you all know that Swahili is growing. So I think when all countries have, have made Swahili as a first language, it's going to take East African community far and we are going to be strong as a community. So and yeah that's it and and okay one final one 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 final question and a new episode <laughs> of chat with nay um well on to that i've been asked that question like a million times and we're asking you on the podcast now i know and i want to make it very clear today oh. if anybody anyone like for anyone who has been asking me this question like uh i want everybody to know that i was doing that as a hobby as a hobby i was doing that because i loved doing it i was not gaining anything but i was doing it because uh it it came as an idea and i i believe that in the process it inspired people to do that so yeah so maybe i'm a man with many <laughs> like it's much creativity or something so the next episode not anytime soon because i decided to take a break i i did not want like to get pressure and i felt like it was time for me to have a break because i was in china and i came back home so when i when i made that decision i also said like i should take a break on on that so if it might come as chat with me in the future, or it might come at anything else, or maybe if you see me, I pop out as a host somewhere in the television. It's all the process of uh, from from chat with me to something bigger. So yeah, that's all. I hope you have understand what I said. Like I've understood. I've understood. I've understood. Uh, but I'll send the description of your. YouTube channel mm. work in below this episode link. And in case someone is asking what are they talking about, they check you out. Okay. All right. 